This podcast is sponsored by Drax. As the UK's largest renewable electricity generator, Drax plays a critical role in UK energy security. They have committed to invest £2.5 billion in new green energy infrastructure, creating jobs and growth across the country. Find out more at Drax.com. Hello and welcome to a special Saturday edition of Coffee House Shots. I'm Max Jeffrey and I'm joined by Katie Bulls and James Forsyth. Liz Truss has been Prime Minister for just over a month, but people are already talking about how her premiership might end. Katie, you write in this week's magazine about the four scenarios that might take Liz Truss out of office. Can you talk us through them? Yes. So what was interesting at Tory conference was the conversations that weren't taking place in public, I don't think, even though you could see that the party was pretty rebellious, cabinet speaking out and others, but the questions taking place in private, you know, people asking, you know, how does this end? Is it sustainable for Liz Truss to lead the party into the next election, given the current polling, which just she's so far behind, and, you know, general concerns about the direction? And all of a sudden, MPs, aides, former aides, starting to war game various scenarios. And I don't think there's a sense that any of them are the most likely or the least likely is just a sense of everyone feels quite taken aback by how bad things have gone so quickly Mm. and it's just thinking ahead so I think option one which probably speaking to MPs at least a few days ago may have now changed I would say more MPs do not think is the more likely one is that Liz Trust fights on so in the scenario Liz Trust leads the party into the next election now this isn't because MPs think this is going to be a triumph for the Tory party. I was interested in speaking to people quite close to the new prime minister and a key supporter said to me, you know, there is a 35% chance she wins the next election. Now looking at the polls, some people might say that's quite generous, mm. but it does just show you that privately, even the people who are the closest are not trying to spin this as you know, a, a brilliant time for her premiership. And I think it leans into the fact that ultimately lots of Tory MPs are very worried about the idea of changing leaders so soon. Is it really time to bring someone? Could you rally around them? And therefore trust fights on. There are two ways that she would could fight on, though. I think one is uh, probably the best case scenario, so ally of Liz Truss put to me, would be we deliver an ambitious set of supply-side reforms that lay the groundwork for growth, Labour get more scrutiny, and we plough on, and you hope the situation improves. Now, there's an immediate problem with that, which is obviously supply-side reform requires MPs to get behind you. The party looks very rebellious, and not everyone wants Liz Truss to stay on. And so I think this, the second option in the Liz Truss fights on scenario is effectively it becomes very quickly the feel of Theresa May post-2017, when you have you know the party really forcing you into lots of positions. What do you think, James? So I think on scenario one, I think it's worth saying two important things. One is that one Tory MP who backed this trust for leadership and thinks that she will survive argues that in some way the only way from here is up, right? Mm. When, when you've gone 33 points behind in the polls, you know, and their argument was that right now Tory MPs would regard Labour poll leads of 15 points, which in normal circumstances would be seen as absolutely huge, would now be seen as a, like a sign of some progress. I think the big question is kind of what happens to the polls, you know, if these Labour leads fall back from the 20s into the mere teens, and, you know, the mere teens for a certain level of sarcasm, that, I think, would reassure some Tory MPs. I think the other thing which is a big factor here is how does the government manage to land this medium-term fiscal strategy? The tightrope that they have to walk there 
between something that is economically credible and politically palatable. And if they can manage to, to say enough not to have an adverse market reaction, but without spooking the voters, then I think that gives them a bit more time and space. Isn't adverse market reaction all that the government will need out of this? As Katie said, it seems like they're still going to have to deliver those supply-side reforms if they want to get anywhere near more than a percentage of growth in the next couple of years. Yeah, but the point in terms of things that in the, in the immediate in the, future, in the, in, the, in the immediate future, right? They just need the markets not to have a bath mm. after they come out with this, and you know, if they can achieve that, then then they get over one potential hurdle. And I think I think as Katie says in her her piece in the magazine this week, which is what we're discussing, essentially, I think that the the trust fight of all the scenarios we discussed, the trust fights on scenario, is you know the most likely. And Katie, if Truss is unable to fight on and things do get worse, there are a few routes that this could go down. Yeah, so option two, as I have it in the piece, is idea of a caretaker prime minister. Now, this old chestnut comes up, I would say about, I was going to say twice a year normally these days with the Tory party, but maybe it's more frequent. Um, and it's the idea of, I think actually in this case, almost an automatic coronation where you bring someone in, but the idea is they are not there really for their own reasons, but to basically take the government and the UK through a storm. Ultimately, you decide the person who's currently prime minister is too risky. And, you know, to limit the damage, you bring in a caretaker prime minister. Now, there's always a problem with the idea of a caretaker prime minister, as there was with Theresa May when lots of people said maybe there should be a caretaker prime minister after Theresa. And also even, I think, Boris Johnson was having problems, which is how on earth would the party agree Mm. on a caretaker prime minister? And as as one MP who was discussing it at a conference said to me, it would need to be someone who is not divisive in the party, which now is the field. So the difference between a caretaker prime minister and a new leader is it's less about them having their own agenda as so much as, uh, you know, just being the, the most palatable option to a party in crisis. So... These names will divide opinion, but, you know, some names mentioned in passing is Kit Malthouse, the education secretary. I think this is partly because of the, the Malthouse compromise, of which never quite worked during the Brexit wars, but um, does mean he is viewed as a compromise candidate. Grant Shapps, the Axe Transport Secretary. I think he might be too divisive for some in the party. And former Chancellor Sajid Javid. So what you're going for here is a safe pair of hands that doesn't send one faction of the party into a wild fury. James, do you think we might get a caretaker prime minister? I think the problem and the challenge of a caretaker province was in 2003, which was the last time the Tories are sent. I mean, Tories were in opposition, but they had a caretaker leader, essentially, in Michael mm. Howard, was no one thought Michael Howard wanted to stay on forever, but they thought that Michael Howard could avoid a disastrous general election result, which, which he did, to be fair to him. And also, he then presided over a long leadership contest, which David Cameron won and you know, then became mm. prime minister. I think the challenge is looking around now to see who ticks all of those boxes. Michael Howard was the shadow chancellor at the time. I don't think Kwasi Kwarteng is on people's list of potential caretaker prime ministers. You look at the other holders of great officers of states, James Cleverley, Suella Braverman, you know, they are both new to their jobs, they're relatively young as well. I, I don't think they are. I think that you realise the limitations of this option when people start saying, well, what about bringing Theresa May back as prime minister? You know, again, like, I, just, I just struggle to see who is the figure who, you know, everyone can say, right, we can, we can all live with this person for mm. two years. And also, 
that I think again is hard to see. Yeah, and since the piece actually, had someone get in touch saying you know, Ben Wallace would be a good caretaker prime minister, and they said you know he would be someone who actually could bring lots of parts of the party with him. He's very popular with the grassroots. That would be a safe pair of hands. But of course, you just don't know how quite that will work in practice. What their views are on various things, and some people will say oh, Penny Morden, she never got a chance to go to the membership. But then I think. For some of these people, they look too much as though they've got their own pitch. Mm. It's less about being a caretaker prime minister. someone who accepts that they will be a caretaker. Um, I mean, I think weirdly enough, actually, in these circumstances, you could say the fact that people don't know what Ben Wallace thinks on a whole bunch of domestic issues could actually be an advantage. I mean, ironically. Okay, you heard it here first, Ben Wallace for caretaker prime minister. But if it's not a caretaker prime minister, there could be perhaps someone who'd lead the party who who does have their own ambitions yes and this is where option three and option four uh both about well-known politicians within the tory party and these were some of the rumors going around or at least the whispers you know so the first is a boris comeback so this is a boris johnson restoration project now i think there is a sense that if you were to try and change leader and all the caveats as to why the Liz Trust fights on scenario is still seen, I think, as the more likely one for now. If you were to try and change leader, I think there is an acceptance amongst MPs, or at least their view amongst many MPs, that they would want to cut out the membership this time. Now, that's obviously quite controversial mm. because the membership would feel they should have a say. But I think just in terms of timing, it would be argued that you just do not have time to go through another Tory leadership contest. Also, is that what you need right now? Another you know, few months of lots of pledges, mm. which might be actually really hard to bring in due to the, the current situation. So... I think for both of these options, you'll probably see the 1922 committee along with the party board try and change the rules and try and cut out the membership and and whether that works. Is that easy to do? Well, I think in politics, because that's what I'm saying, it's very tricky to do, you can't choose, it's therefore 100% safe. I think as as one party old hand said to me, you know, in politics, where there is momentum, Mm. where there is a majority in terms of opinion against you, there's usually a way. It's just we're not currently at that point. So I think if things were to get so bad, the party would find a way to do what they wanted to do. But, I mean, of course, Liz Truss's supporters suggest the idea that you could organise a coronation of a candidate is, is pretty much impossible. But if we go along with the idea that they decide to oust their leader and potentially get rid of the membership vote, I mean, one option is the Boris Johnson return. And it was pretty clear early on that Boris Johnson does not think he should have had his premiership cut short when it when it was. Lots of his supporters really don't think that. Look at how Nadine Doris, who battled his trust, has been so quick this week to turn on his trust. And I think lots of the true believers around Boris Johnson think that it is perhaps not likely but it's always been possible that he could return and notably he didn't quit the comments he hasn't quit the comments yet so he is an mp he can move in and i think the argument and you already hear a couple of tory mps saying it is effectively look at the polls despite all the scandals around boris johnson the polls were never as bad as they Mm. are now and actually he was that person who won us an election he won in london and perhaps he can just pull a miracle out of the bag one more time and that would be the argument in favor of boris johnson because as many wise souls have said you call for boris johnson basically when it looks like everything is you know is, is almost lost so weirdly even if some in the party and they do argue it think that this is 
part of the mess left by Boris Johnson, given the scandals that forced Boris Johnson out. Conversely, others will say, well, because things are so bad, even if there is in some way related to Boris Johnson, maybe he's the answer. I think the other thing which attracts some people to this idea is that if people think you change leader again, how would you get away with calls for a general election? Well, as if you went back to the person who was leader at the general election, you, you've kind of, you, you've seen off that demand because people did know what they were voting for in 2019 yeah. because they voted for him. Now, I, I think we should bear in mind, though, that I would be very surprised if all of the parliamentary party were happy to go along with the idea of bringing Boris Johnson back. I think there definitely would be some people who would be not prepared to kind of countenance Yeah, that. and all those ministers who did those mass resignations to force mm. them out. I think it's really easy now when there's a new problem to look back on a period with almost rose-tinted glasses and say, well, it wasn't as bad. It wasn't actually a problem which affected people's bank accounts in that way as it does now. And therefore, we can cope with a bit of court drama, mm. um, courtiers and all, and, you know, the scandal of, you know, the Downing Street building. But... I think if MPs focus their minds, and even if you think the election an argument you could make, but you've also just got to look back to successive by-elections, you know, the worst by-election you know, losses in recent history. It also would be a bit shower scene in Dallas, wouldn't it? It was all a dream. Yeah, so I, I think there will be a group very loudly arguing for it if things get worse, but Boris Johnson supporters have always been pretty loud. The point is it just there's lots of people in the party who actually are pretty scarred for the whole experience, mm. and that, that would be a problem there. And- James Casey says the Boris Johnson supporters are saying quite a lot. Why haven't we heard anything yet from the former Prime Minister himself? Do you think we will when he starts to give afternoon speeches and that sort of I thing? I presume he's busy writing his memoirs. I think the thing about Boris Johnson as well, which is he is just a box office politician. I think Casey wrote this at the time after he stepped down as Prime Minister, which is, you know, Theresa May gives speeches on the afternoon a circuit, but they don't tend to get written up in the newspapers mm. because, you know... But I, I suspect that quips that Boris Johnson makes and all these things, they'll all leak out, which will keep him as a big figure in the public debate. And Katie, there is one final option which makes itself as the headline of the piece in this week's magazine. Yes. Though I don't write the headlines. Yeah, it's true, I just, yeah, just like sorry. to point out. <laughs> so I, I, editors obviously think I it's the most likely option. Yeah, I don't get to pick that, despite the messages I might have got. So this is the Ready for Rishi by Christmas option. Now... We've discussed Boris Johnson, so, you know, if you can't go forward, you go backwards. But there's also an argument which is, given lots of Tory MPs really don't like the idea of having a proper Tory leadership contest right now, is there another off-the-shelf option? And I think you're hearing lots of MPs, I've heard, but to be fair, these MPs who backed Rishi Sunak, mainly, saying that this is all taking the party to electoral extinction, All the warnings by Rishi Sunak, the former Chancellor, have actually come to fruition. The fact that he said Liz Truss's economic plans could be quite dangerous for the country. The warnings about mortgage rates. If you remember, there is a ready for Rishi mortgage calculator, Mm. which would tell you what a 5% interest rate for your mortgage would be during the campaign. And now it looks as though it's upwards of that. So Mm. obviously it could calm down. You know, these things are not completely set, but it does mean, as I've had Tory MPs, if there was ever a moment for Rishi Sunak to be the leader of the Tory party and prime minister, it would be this. He could reassure the markets and it would have been very difficult for him to govern this Tory party actually had he won it in the initial leadership contest because ultimately Team Boris, I think we could say, 
heavily dislike and uh, were keen to pitch him as a traitor who hadn't stood by mm. Boris Perhaps, in a way, recent events be enough of chastening of the party that people would just say, let's just do this. Let's just get behind the person we view as the safe pair of hands and see where we end up. I think there are obviously some problems with this in the sense that Rishi Sunak has many critics within the party. Also, I think probably the biggest problem is the membership has rejected Rishi Sunak. They picked Liz Truss instead. So if you're going to cut out the membership, is it particularly bad to do that when it's a candidate the membership had a say on and didn't pick? Mm -hmm. But I do think given that Rishi Sunak won the most MPs support in the leadership contest, and I think some of Liz Truss's backers are having second thoughts you can see a route to it but just as though with the Boris Johnson scenario just with the caretaker scenario these options are all tricky and problematic for their own reasons thank you Katie thank you James and thank you for listening <laughs>